strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super. Uh, Holly Jolly Old Saint Nick was on his way with his eight crazy reindeer, each more stoic than the last. As they arrived on planet Namek, only to find all the children were dead. Can Santa bring gifts to the dead? Find out this week, baby, on Ballin' Out Super. That's a very 2020 Christmas tale. It's like <laughs> Santa arrived, but everyone had died. <laughs> Santa arrived. Death was in the air. It's because everyone wore their masks and spit in the eye of God. If only we let Jesus heal our hearts, then maybe Christmas would be once more. Frieza, I didn't (laughs) expect to see you here. You're too late, Kris Kringle. (laughs) (laughs) It's all this damn Namek virus that's running rampant. Their fault. What hot riffs. Hey, guys. Welcome back. (laughs) Hello. To another episode of Ballin' Out Super. Super! I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon. I'm in charge now. Haha. <laughs> uh, with me, as always, is my co host, Alex Patak. I'm Katie's number two, and I got a gun. <laughs> and noted not Jeremy Eli. <laughs> it's true, but I do have a beard and a shaved head, so I hope that you guys are. Visually comfortable. We wanted to start with someone who wouldn't feel too different. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. scare away the, the listeners. Once again. New it, dad looks like old dad. Uh, Everything's okay. Yeah. It's basically the same person, okay? You know? Mm-hmm. He'll pay <laughs> yes. just as much attention to you, which is mm. not much. <laughs> Eli, uh, do you have any like uh, open mic comedians you met three years ago you want to throw under a bus for no reason? Yeah. yeah, sure. You get out my list. Do you want to just like accidentally dock someone's extremely personal information? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a list of that as well. Um, you guys could just, I have like a paste bin you guys can just put out of um, just locations. We'll may- put it in the description. We'll put it in the description at the end. <laughs> Link to my paste <laughs> you bin. You may be wondering why doxing. we're dunking on Jeremy because we're in week two of Jeremy Less. Balling out super. Jeremy is a dad, and his tiny little baby is finally home. So he's on paternity leave, but you know what they say. Train dad away. Riffs a play. Is that Riffs something? Riffs a play. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what are it you, is. Are what you a crazy re- week. <laughs> refuse to acknowledge his uh, his child as anything but Gohan. Just be like, Gohan. And he'd be like, that's not their name. <laughs> and be like, mm, Gohan, little Gohan. Little Gohan. I think, yeah. I think he's more of like a. <laughs> That's a very specific uh, uh, disability to have. That <laughs> babies are Gohan to you. <laughs> All oh, like, of them yeah. collectively. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a gender reveal, but it's just Gohan. It's Gohan! <laughs> Hooray! 
got a stuffed Gohan in a cake. Yeah. You cut in the middle, there's a Gohan. Yeah. Since Eli is here, are we going to be talking about gaming? Are we gamers Ooh. this week? Are we like... Hanukkah and gaming? Ooh, mazel tov. Oh, Katie, I'm the gaming. Eight nights of gaming? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pro- I'm surprised that's not a promotion oh. that somebody did. Oh, my God. Eight nights of gaming with Manischewitz. You know, I discussed this on Jeremy's <laughs> podcast, but there there is sometimes in our modern uh, uh, dystopia... A story w- woven by by the fat cats that Santa not only like makes and gives out gifts, but that he personally designs the video games and yeah. brings you the video games. Because I guess like how do you explain that to a child? Can you but- um, expand on this theory? We we discussed this on our podcast also because we're remembering like that 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 was when your parents really started to like struggle with the Santa thing because like oh, I mean, it I still celebrated Christmas as well. Like, I had half and half family, but, like, so, yeah, there would be the one that's like, ooh, the elves are going to stamp out those CDs and put on the Sony proprietary DRM to <laughs> to let them play on your console. Like, it just is, like, not, you know. I don't know why digital media is, like, the, the one bridge too far for me. I'm fully willing to believe in the story that you're giving me that the elves can, like, construct and mold steel in a way that makes a razor scooter with mm-hmm. permission of the razor corporation but then once they're like designing and creating crash bandicoot i'm like that's too many specific things in a row maybe it's are my... elves boomers we review this week <laughs> maybe it's, it's my uh, semitic peppering of my uh upbringing but i was just under the impression as a young kid that just like Santa just had the means to buy that for you. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, it he wasn't, outsourced that one. It wasn't yeah. that Santa made everything personally. He just had, like, the infinite ability to m- magic any existing product. Yeah. Like, in my mind, the elves weren't making, like, <laughs> like <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I-, I stopped believing in Santa, like, very young, though. So, like, I'm yeah. even struggling to think what... I would have asked for extremely like, on Santa, brand. Yeah. yeah, Santa Santa was running a bot yeah. to buy up all the the weeds. I was like, five years old, and hit. I'm like, ah, Santa is a patriarchal <laughs> uh, projection of toxic capitalistic infrastructure. My mom's like, okay, well, uh, enjoy your Nintendo 64. Yeah. Well, he's fucking fake, Katie. So enjoy your Nintendo. It's so I hard hope nobody being your mother. To this with it is children. hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I la- it lasted very long for me, but I we we were kind of half pretending in the first place. Yeah. The other thing that was that my my dad told me, I guess to compete or whatever that like he was like, "Oh, it's uh on Hanukkah you the gifts they're left on your porch by Hanukkah <laughs> Harry." So I oh, had to you go were out a on Hanukkah the, Harry house. Yeah, I went Ugh. out onto the porch by my like like a little kid walked out oh. on a cold ass porch and my gift would be left on the porch. But, you know, later he was like, oh, yeah, it's a John Lovitz character from, like, 1989. And then was, like, surprised I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, 14-year-olds don't know about John, John Lovitz. Lovitz. You have no like, cultural knowledge but as also, a child. I remember, like, hearing other kids say that as a kid. But very, it was very instilled in me because of the seriousness of my mother. She was just like, they're like, yeah, Christmas, there's a magical Jolly Sweet that brings you presents. And... Hanukkah, we get presents because we suffered and mm, we yes. ate <laughs> terrible food, and this candle was lit. Now sing this very depressing song. 
Yeah. <laughs> Too many That's lives have been lost for you not to get socks tonight. <laughs> Drops of wine are the blood of our people on the plate. Yeah. Celebrate. More blood, Wait. please. <laughs> Eli, I have to go back to an earlier detail in the story. You were hiding under the porch? No. You absolutely like a, inserted like that. A, well, you said what? you were waiting under a porch for the gifts to no. come, on and I thought of a porch. Harry Potter-like no. situation. On the porch. On the porch. He Wait, yeah, but if you were waiting on the crawl porch. under the porch like a little raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Dying like I a feral I thought you were just covered cat. in spiders, waiting, yeah. waiting like, for your gifts. They could have done that, because we had like a shed that was absolutely infested with, I don't know if you guys are familiar with camel crickets, but... Uh, that would have, if they wanted Ew. to prank me, they would have just been like, that's where the presents are <laughs> inside Damn that crickets. shed with crickets the size of your fucking fist. I, uh, like, it sounds up- like a slur for like if you're a lady and you haven't had sex for a while <laughs> and you're like, I got camel crickets down there. <laughs> my yeah. old, my old ball and chains, the real case of the old camel crickets. Camel crickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I brought up gaming because uh, they announced yesterday that Fighter Z's new characters is Gogeta, but also uh, Baby Form Two Baby, baby from GT <laughs> Form Two Baby. So all the announcements are just like, <laughs> "Welcome, <They're> Super <laughs> Baby." <laughs> <laughs> They're adding Jeremy's Baby to Fighter Z. Yeah, this is crazy. It's really weird. new character, Santa Baby. <laughs> Hurry yeah. down. down your chimney <laughs> to hell. It's a very disgusting song when you think about it. I love mm. that's my favorite one. The lady wants to fuck Santa. I mean, why? He, he's a provider, Alex. He's he's a provider and role. a type. I, I'm very into your uh, portrayal of Santa as just extremely middle class gentleman <laughs> <laughs> who could just get some nice things once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> just combining it with Robin Hood. He, he invested like... wisely, and now he every once a year he just uh, spreads it around a little bit. There's mm. nothing wrong with that. He was Santa, one of the first Santa... guys to know about Tesla. Yeah, he That's bought into Microsoft story. really early. He, invested he got that big coin that Meg the Stallion was given out last oh, yeah. week, and he really invested <laughs> it. Meg, she was giving out Bitcoin last week? Yo, Meg the Stallion went on and she had some sponsorship and she's like, I have a million dollars in Bitcoins to give out for free. And if you message me, I will give you some Bitcoins. And I know a couple people who got it. <laughs> it wasn't a hack? Everyone no. would just assume she was hacked. No, my... Uh, this is like, isn't it really high right now? This is like a really weird time to give it away. But I guess she's Megan yeah, the Stallion. My friend, she's inside trading. My friend I don't totally trust it. got <laughs> Meg the Stallion Bitcoin. Can your friend get her on our podcast? She Do you have ideas for anime? anime? She talks about getting her pussy ate to anime a lot, so maybe. Well, right. She was on, she was on uh, the cover of, like, she was on the cover of, I think, Paper Magazine is Todoroki from yeah. uh, My Hero Academia, which, like, you know that, like, the photographer or whatever for Paper definitely doesn't yeah, no. know who that is. <laughs> You like, had to go I, get a lot of new props yeah, to do like, this I, shoot. I only know standard hotel and cocaine. What is anime? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> just fashion. They're actually very nice people there, but I don't know. At Paper Magazine? <laughs> hey, no Pedal one back, here is, uh, has anything they, negative to say about Paper Magazine. Can't, yeah. <laughs> it's um, Christmas. Mm, it is almost. Well, that wasn't a it. rant against paper, it was a rant against photographers. <laughs> Make yeah, that, that was clear. true. I don't like <laughs> photographers. It's important to have a line. I have never seen it. Like, 
uh, like 99% of like dude photographers are just like the creepiest. Like, yo, they're, yeah, like they're they have lingering gaze. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not okay anymore. Let's shoot, let's shoot. Like, oh, yeah, dude. I-, I love how it's 2020 and dudes still think saying you're a photographer on a dating profile doesn't immediately flag you as like a not yeah. fun pervert like just like <laughs> <laughs> like oh we're gonna go on a date and you're gonna make me eat mac and cheese very slowly no thank you <laughs> goodbye yeah. yeah it's like there's it's like i never meet like a male photographer like oh what kind of photos do you take and they never say anything like architecture it's always like tasteful nudes they're like you know, they're like oh i shoot like music videos it's like okay yeah do, do photographers get like uh um i don't know condescending about the photos they take the way like uh, uh um playboys will be like i only fuck tens they'll be like i only i only shoot tens is that Kinda. A thing? yeah actually well they pretend like they don't but i know <laughs> but they do experience that they'll <laughs> Katie, it sounds like you have a story just waiting to get out. (laughs) It's not. I just know a lot of people. We're just traipsing along the edges of this. It's not that interesting. I just know people who model and like, you know, they'll be like these unprofessional dudes claiming to be photographers and they'll be totally weird about they don't want to pay anyone and stuff. And then you go look at their portfolio and it's just like not well framed, like. There's nothing wrong. It's just a bunch of women dressed as his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with like dirty photos, but like don't act like you're shooting anything that are dirty photos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like they're mm. like this is art. I'm like that's a money shot. Yeah, like, I'm on modelmayhem.com. This is not art. I'm yeah, so, like what is this? But speaking of the holidays, do you guys want to know a very uninteresting detail and story? This is a podcast. Seems like the right place for it. Yes, let's go. I, I can't I've, wait to hear I it. I can't wait. I've been really enjoying. So I, I went to my local gas station and purchased a, uh, some some beer to have in the apartment. And it's All right, holiday, not interested so far. It's holiday <laughs> cans. And the weird thing is that it's like Budweiser holiday cans. And they say on the side, they're like, Edition, design one of four, collect all four. But beer comes in 12 packs, so they all have all of the design. Like, I don't know. They're how easy you- to collect. Yeah, you get all of them. Every- They're passing the value on to you so you don't die. Yeah, like, you literally can't buy single beer cans. So there's, like, no, it's just very strange to Sincere me. Sincere question. Are there weirdos that collect full-on cans of beer and don't open them? And they're like, this they're is my collector's Budweiser... I, I think I think there's like a there's probably like a crossover between like guys who collect liquor, empty liquor bottles and then like weird aunts and moms who collect anything <laughs> Christmassy. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. All right, here's like, the question. Like there's definitely like unopened Coca-Colas what that is are limited the edition. Weirdest unopened item you think someone could collect and kind of get away with it without smelling. Without it smelling. Well, without it's unopened. It- I just like do people collect food? Like is that a thing? There's like what like Steve MRE nineteen eighty five. You guys don't know P- I don't Patak, know Alex? I only know standing MRI. Are they related? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, they're brothers. You guys should <laughs> check it out. Steve MRE nineteen eighty five is a guy who collects and then eats old military rations. <laughs> and <laughs> he does that it on is YouTube. Not what I thought. He, he does them on YouTube, and you can watch him. And he's a bit of a weird guy, but oh, I, you word? know, <laughs> no. And no he's gotten botulism twice, and he still does it. 
This is a guy. This is a man who loves rations. He does, dude. Watch him, and then he's like, "Wow, that it's, has it's to be stuff, an like, eating disorder." Like, how, how nah, do you- he's like a war guy because he, he he at first all you would see was the rations, and then like now you see him and uh, and like his room, and he definitely has some like old like World War Two like maps of Japan up, like. Mm. I mean, he uh, he may listen. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, probably yeah, an anime he's, guy. He's but got yeah. the maps up, and you know, in the back of his mind, he's like, you know, if they need someone to like go back, like yeah. I, they could send me back. I already have the rations. But it's they're good calming. They're long, and you know, you could watch him like he like opens cans, and he was like, Psst. he's like, nice hiss, and then he like takes them out, <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, these chocolate crackers have held up exceptionally well. They've got a great chew. Like it's just, wow. it's just. It's like I'm under fire YouTube. in Bangkok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he does sometimes have stuff where he's like, "That definitely wasn't sealed properly." <laughs> like, <laughs> you just, can watch him know. get the botulism in real time. Then I guess yeah. I'm not surprised because there's literally something for everything on there. But just the deadpan sincerity of eating like ancient. Yeah, military rations is so psychotic to me. <laughs> he's he's not like he doesn't bum me out as much as other people for some reason because I feel like he den- genuinely is just like this is like cool. I like having. Yeah, he's a love in his but, life. Yeah, there's like, have you guys seen Badlands Chugs on YouTube? Is this That's is like I a, know stand up MRI. Be <laughs> like your mom's friend who like just got an iPad. Like I don't know yeah. any of this yeah. stuff. <laughs> First name, he, Badlands. <laughs> last name, Chugs. Well, he's just like a weird guy who chugs stuff. But he doesn't nice. chug like beer. He chugs like mayonnaise, soda and stuff. And so he like, he always feels like a giant, like four. He's a big, he's a big man. And he fills like a four gallon boot with like Fanta orange or something. Or he'll get like a weird Canadian soda. So he'll be like, no. like I'm chugging Surge today. And then he'll he'll always say that it's he's always like, and this is fridge cold. And then he chugs. <laughs> and I watched one where he, he, oh, he chugged like all of the Mountain Dews put together. Like all everyone. Like a ever, suicide? All, like when you. Yeah, like of going. all the weird ones. Like the like, it had like Baja Blast and like weird, like live wire and he, shit that came what out. What's the goal? With that particular, what is, what is this all about? M- monetization, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, not about the boot. Dollars like, to donate the boot. He he. It's th- about the content the inside mount- of the boot. The Mountain Dew one's so sad because he like doesn't do it. He can't chug it, so it takes him like four chugs to finish it. Oh. It's really gross. But that one bums me out because I feel like he really feels like he's achieving some level of fame. Where Steve MRE feels like he's like more doing it for the MREs. He just loves the rations, and then he's like, "If anybody wants to watch, feel free." But I'm just come on, Badland Chugs. Like, he would still be eating the rations if he wasn't yeah. on YouTube. That's like, but my I don't favorite, think Badlands Chugs would be my favorite YouTube video. Is just this silent Swedish guy that just like repairs Game Boys, and you never see oh, his yeah. face, and it's just his gloves, and he's just like telling you mm-hmm. how he. F- Re- restores a Game Boy, and I'm like, I don't want to see your face to know about your life. <laughs> it would ruin it. No. If you see his face, yeah. it'll ruin it. Because that's why I find out he's Doctor Mario. It's so weird that I have become <laughs> a podcast yeah. person because, like, I'm so <laughs> out of touch <laughs> with like weird parasocial stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want to know anything about you. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want any personal affectations. I just want content. 
fix that Game Boy. Tell me how to build this reptile cage. That's it. How do yeah. I put on my eyebrows in the morning? I don't want to. Those two services are. out of one provider, Katie, the <laughs> reptile cage. No, it's just like another type of video I would watch. Okay, there's other mm-hmm. kinds out you there. Know, I yeah, found. No, I like I like the quiet. Those are good sleeping videos. Are like the quiet repair videos. I get like a lot of watch ones. It's you guys like are freaks. the uh, opposite <laughs> of the it. Backstreet Boys song. It's like I don't care who you are, <laughs> where are you from, as long yeah. as you don't fucking tell me. I don't care. Right. Don't tell me. Then yeah, only it's watch the only watch the song. Only watch Steve Murray's early stuff because that's when it's just hands. And then like now that I know what he looks like, it is a little weirder. He's like <laughs> what does he look much, like? Pretty much what you'd expect. Like he's got like a goatee and he's like weirdly yoked out, but like all in the shoulders. Like he's got, <laughs> like, I would expect real, that. Real this is a man who consumes a lot of protein. Dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. But he's like skinny because you know it's not like a lot of food. Dude, I guess. Is he just eating those? I don't know. You think it's funny. Really it's actually a it. doctor recommended diet from start to finish. <laughs> I don't know. He he doesn't really go into it. Uh but like and then he but the other thing is that sometimes there's like candy bars and stuff and then he's like wow, this is really good. And it's like, yeah, of course that's good. That's just like a Snickers. Like, it's, you know, like, of course that's better than like weird corned beef that's like in the bottom of a fucking can that was, and he buys them off eBay. So he's done ones from like 1920. No. That are like, there wasn't even like real food. Like, that is... check them out. No. They just eat I feel like I want to throw up just <laughs> thinking about it. This is disgusting. Culture, I think you're right, Katie, in that culture seems like it is moving past me in a way that I no longer have any accessibility I with like it. That we call this culture. Not this is what culture eat MREs is. on YouTube. He yeah. eats the dehydrated uh, <laughs> pork, and then he gets botulism, <laughs> and yeah. you tell your friends about it. Love but. I I don't know if, if if you guys have been exposed to this, but I've just I've just heard about the thousand pound sisters. Do you I, know the thousand pound sisters? I saw you tweeting about the thousand pound sisters. Is that like a TLC show or something? It is a TLC show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I found out about it yesterday, and there it's not one sister who weighs a thousand pounds, and then the skinny sister. It's two sisters whose combined weight is a thousand pounds. Oh, that's false advertising. That I assume that they were that one also, ton together. Like. They're overweight, but I don't know. That seems like a well. Cool I mean, you'd have selling. to find them. I've been fascinated with like the video production behind the scenes because, like, how did they get them in the first place? Well, they, I think they had to pitch it somehow. How so could they leave TLC their house? Specifically, is like obsessed with just exploiting modeling american squalor mm-hmm. so like they probably searched them out they like they just probably have doctors they call on the regular like got any <laughs> got any morbidly obese people we can <laughs> got yeah, yeah, yeah. trapped in their room yeah i, I got a film. i got a man who thinks he's an aardvark i don't know if that's anything i'll call back Oh, I do love My Strange Addiction where it stops being people eating stuff and it's just like, I love the fuck balloons. And you're like, good for you, bud. (laughs) (laughs) TLC is probably the finest, like, historical uh, capsule of, like, American decline we have. Like, that's what people are going to watch. And America's (laughs) Next Top Model. Oh, oh yeah. Well, but that can be kind of the flip side, can it? No, it's like it's a dark world in Tyra Banks' mind, and it's definitely like the. She's best. always fooling people. It's the best encapsulation of just American pop culture 
I mean, for no shit. other reason, you could just go back and watch the race switching episode they did. Oh, wow. and that's a weekend by itself. I think it's... you're thinking of the Tyra Banks show, and not the no, Banks no. It was America's it Next almost... Top Model in like 2005 or something. Right. It almost yeah. feels like America's Next Top Model is somehow like an auteur reality show that's just like this is purely the mind of Tyra Banks. Like, there's like no oh. one is allowed to note her. Like, it's well, I mean, you try telling up. Tyra no. <laughs> yeah. When Tyra has an idea and she says, we're doing race switch challenge this week, which of the producers is like, Tyra, I don't know if this is going to hold up in 10 years. That's yeah. the thing. Oh, man. No one's ever said no to her because they are. you don't live to see it. You get put the- in the model land murder basement. Oh, that was like I, I've just been I've been doing some stuff for Cracked, and so I was like reading about deleted for scenes mm. for Cracked, <laughs> and uh, like I was reading about deleted scenes, and apparently in the original script for The Professional, you know, the movie Leon, like mm-hmm. oh, in the original no. script they have sex, like the yep. child and the man that tracks that and makes like, a talk lot about of an, sense to me. Talk about an executive that has to stand up in a meeting and be like, "Hey, page eighty nine, like." How bad do we need this? Like, I feel are like we, we supposed really should do this. Just one question: Are we supposed to hate Leon? <laughs> Is he supposed to be a sex criminal? Because I feel like the rest of the movie would—it's pretty just—it's pretty big in the movie. <laughs> it's gonna really distract from really everything else that happens. Oh but no! Also, just... like Luke Besson, like some somebody look into that. Like, good God! <laughs> oh my God! But. There was a trend up until I think kind of recently where people took like Lolita or just like oh, a, yeah. a, you know like scandalous works like that and they they would try to copy it. They try to make their own thing that culture can't understand. <laughs> and it almost directly every time was just like I'm doing it's the pedophilia movie. <laughs> you can't believe it. Yeah, you make <laughs> they told me not to, but I did it anyway. movies and you're just kind of like. I think we all know what's up with you, friend. Yeah. It's like, Lolita didn't go far enough. It's like, for everyone (laughs) else it did. For everyone else it probably went too far. My favorite, I I probably have talked about this on the show before, but my favorite thing to do when I was younger and used to have to go at all these like networking parties is I would just act stupid and uh, pretend that I've never heard of Ghostbusters or Lolita and make people <laughs> explain it to me in painful detail. <laughs> Be like, what is it about? Like, what? I have no Whoa. idea. Were people Lolita. excited usually? Well, at first, about yeah. About Ghostbusters? Yeah, because they you want... You definitely want to explain... Between those two movies, I would much rather explain Ghostbusters. Well, think, yeah. If I had a choice. The Lolita one was more geared towards... Um, if I was like with the, because I would sometimes end up in a professorial crowd, so I yeah. would just be like, I'm just like a dumb baby. Yeah. What's a book? <laughs> who, who is who's like just bringing up Lolita a lot? You like would point, be surprised, <laughs> especially when I was 25 and under. People yeah, suddenly good. really oh, wanted to God. speak to me about it. You remind oh. me of a girl I once met through literature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Katie, oh, no. just for, uh, to judge the reactions here, were they as excited to explain Ghostbusters as Eli was to explain Steve MRE? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if not, more. Yeah, it is like, a, you, ha- you haven't seen this? I'm like, what, is that like the show where they, they hunt them? Like on the reality <laughs> show? The most dangerous game is a Lolita. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Do you no, think but... if Santa Baby Uh-oh. If they could get if they could get video crew access to Santa, 
Oh, yeah. Would he agree to be like a thousand pound sister kind of scenario? Oh, where is TLC's Santa show where it's just like this once thriving mogul is now overweight <laughs> and deadly addiction to sugar snacks. Now He's got money. It's not about that for him. <laughs> Although they love like doing shows about stuff like where you're watching and you're like, someone should call CPS or something like yeah. me and my eight wives and all our miserable children in <laughs> poly like fucking uh, mormonhouse.com in <laughs> mormonhouse.com. Watch yeah. the new hit show. Drowning boy. Can you <laughs> save this boy? <laughs> we filmed this six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what happened. It's just like, every episode the water gets a little bit. We're, we're excited to see <laughs> that Save has won the Drowning Boy voting competition. Unfortunately, this was filmed long ago. It's like, and they cut straight to a memorial. It's <laughs> like the cell, except like with really upbeat music. <laughs> it's I like the Oh, did you guys ever see that? This is more internet shit. The 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 the, the internet um, shit. Internet. The, the clip from like <laughs> that show that's like Shazam, beat Shazam, where it's like a guy trying to guess a song like to beat Shazam, and it's the uh, phrase "How to Save a Life," and he gets it, and they're like, "Yeah!" And then it like literally freeze frames and goes gray, and then it's a memorial for the guy who apparently died after the show was <laughs> <laughs> filmed. <laughs> It was just like, oh my god! I man. know the perfect song they could play to that. <laughs> no, that was the worst <laughs> part of it. I feel like modern game shows are feeling more and more like a Black Mirror sketch. Like every time I see one advertised to me between cheap Hulu shows, I'm like, mm, mm. how is this real? <laughs> yeah. It's like Ellen DeGeneres is go fuck yourself. <laughs> New fun game where Ellen DeGeneres just throws broken glass at you for money. Yeah, there was that Galen Matarazzo one, the the kid, the toothless kid from stranger things um which i say because his nickname is toothless it's not how i'm identifying galen mararazzo yeah where his like they were like what if we had a prank show where he pretended to give people part-time jobs and they weren't real jobs and everyone's like yeah that sounds seems funny to me <laughs> yeah they'll <laughs> like, take them those yeah, sick right. fucks they're desperate oh, yeah. <laughs> that I've, was a real show that, that somehow came out so i have lots of thoughts and feelings about yeah. that what about a show where we just keep strangers away from our craft services table <laughs> It's yeah. called Alex Patak on a Wednesday. <laughs> We're just shutting down small businesses to quote unquote film there and then watching their 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 bottom line just crash. I've had my job for so many different days on film sets be keep people away from our craft services <laughs> table. I too and I never job. did that shit one time. Go at oh. it. Yeah. Why would I stop you? Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. I, I remember one time, like a couple of years, like this was years ago, that I was at, uh, you know, that bar Matchless that used to be in mm -hmm. Greenpoint, and they shut Matchless down at like 12.30 or 1 a.m. to film a scene from Girls there. <laughs> so oh. they walked into like an extremely active bar where like, everyone's got to get out. Lena We're Dunham's here. Girls. <laughs> one uh, up from that, so I used to live across the street from that bar. And I oh, came really? home from work, and they're like, you cannot walk over here. We're filming a scene from Girls. And I'm like, you mean walk towards the door of my apartment in which I live? <laughs> and they're like, I have be okay, I have worked in the just industry. Five minutes. Just five minutes. We're going to be done in five <laughs> minutes. If you can industry. just wait. 
But there is some sort of mental illness that pervades for people who buy all in the PA life yeah. where they just act so serious and like I'm just walking towards my door with the key and they're like, You can't go in there. I'm like, I'm the most I'm disturbed individuals it. in yeah. the world. Yeah. These are people There's who are drunk on like cop power but like have no money nothing. and no power. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and for like people who aren't involved in not that I would just call myself involved in entertainment, but like don't have any idea how this works, they just like blindly follow. Like I remember at over the eight too, there was a time where they were like came over like it was fucking Vice, and they're like, we're gonna film a Budweiser sp- sponsored spot. Who wants to be in it? You get a free Budweiser, Mm-mm. and people are like, ooh, me, 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 and shit. And I was me, like, me. all right, I know two things. I know that anything that anyone's ever filmed has taken four times longer than they say it will take. Yeah. And the second thing I know is that you're not allowed to, in, in alcohol advertisements, you're never allowed to actually drink. You, right. Like, you'll never see anyone taking a sip. And so I was like, that seems like, I, and I was like, no. And then it's other people lie. did it. And they had to fucking stand there in the background of some ad for like three hours yep. with a full Budweiser yep. that they weren't allowed to drink out of. Mm-hmm. But they were still like, "You, this is your fucking big break. Welcome to television or it's whatever. It's like, God. Your beer knowledge exceeds that of your average bar fly. Like, Congratulations. <laughs> About my co- you, beer commercial knowledge. <laughs> you knew that they weren't going to get to sip that beer. I Nonetheless, knew collect all four holiday cans. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, this is more just trivia knowledge, like fun facts. That's It's Ooh. weird that liking fun facts is one of the least fun things that you can do for yourself. <laughs> that is. That's a cruel <laughs> twist. Yes. Yeah, I Alas. I to know this kid in college that we would call drive-by fun factor because he would just always like stop by and try to like drop a fun bit he learned, and you'd just be like, please get out of my space. He's like, Daddy, long know? legs aren't spiders. Yeah. Did you know dogs yeah. are rapists? Goodbye. And we're like, all right. Just a broom. Go, go, go. Get out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is it uh, unfortunately, I must interject here to insist yeah. we recap Dragon Ball Z Kai episode <laughs> was, 46. Uh, having well, just watched the episode, obviously, I was wondering if this tangent went way longer than normal because of the episode, which we will discuss, which <laughs> yes. was a throwback, let's call it, to um, the olden days. Alex Petak, do we need an advertisement this week? You know what, Katie? We do every single week. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, look Look at the snow falling. I'm sipping on my cup of cocoa and enjoying the winter festivities with me and my loved ones. Hi, I'm America's sweetheart, Katie Rose Leon, star of the show, Ballin' Out Super. Uh, you may be familiar with me and my two lovable protectors, Alice Protect and occasionally Jeremy Hammond. We have been giving you quality Dragon Ball content all through this pandemic season. But gosh darn it, you know what? You've been missing out on a whole other Christmas ham heaping of Dragon Ball content. Falling out content. Behind the paywall. What's back there, you say? Well, G, it's G Gundam. Yes, we are doing, we did all of G Gundam. We did Sailor Moon Crystal. We did other stuff, and we will continue to do stuff. And it's only $5 a month. You got $5? Ask your old Aunt Sue for that 5 bucks. It'll be a Christmas miracle. Behind the paywall, patreon.com slash POSpod. Yeah. 
All right, Katie, yes. that's great. We only need one take, I think. Yeah. I think you nailed it. <laughs> one and done, baby. That's what they call me. That's the martini for Katie, everyone. That's Thank a wrap you. on Katie. Thank you. <laughs> I really couldn't do it with the, uh, the crew and my writers. Yeah, you gave all the stunt money to the crew is what I heard. It's a cool yes, story. I'm just it's just so easy to do our jobs around such a professional. It's great. <laughs> I'm just Making a legend and a delight. Uh, okay. You guys, re- who's ready for Dragon Ball? Raise your hand. Who's ready? Who's ready for? I'm dra- raising my hand. You can't see me, yeah, but okay, I'm raising cool. it. Okay, cool. Eli's also I raising mine his hand. I raised my camera because I'm an unprofessional. Made sure everyone can see. I'm me. raising my hand. <laughs> the title of this episode is the final Trump card: Goku's Ultimate Spirit Bomb. So. Eli has hinted at this, but I think it's important we address this out the gate. Uh, we have been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is a edit of the original Dragon Ball series, which they take out all the notorious filler and edit it to be shorter, supposedly. But you know what? They want to make sure you have some of that classic Dragon Ball seasoning. So what we have this week is a classic Toriyama move. Where is a Dragon Ball episode of people describing what might happen, trying to do something, and not doing anything. Beautiful stuff. It's a sit-around. It's, it's, it's like jazz. It <laughs> like, it's like the moves you don't see, baby. Yeah. Um, also, big thing for the big, big episode for strangely redrawn Nickelodeon. Uh, cut-ins. Oh my god, I took so many screenshots. Jewish Frieza blew my mind. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think Did they I may have this? like re-edited it to make it longer. I think that it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I I was... I watched it. I, I, maybe you'd watched it earlier, so you knew why I was about to be disappointed. Where I started watching it, and I texted to Alex. I said, oh shit, it's the Spirit Bomb episode. And I'd never seen Kai before, except maybe I watched one episode for this podcast before. So I was like, it'll be fun to see them cutting out all the filler. And <laughs> just making that ball and throwing it. Oh, That's it. <laughs> like, not only filler, but a move that requires Goku to lit- not move for, like, <laughs> the entire episode. Which is a plot point <laughs> of this episode, by the yeah. way. He just I gets wish- punched up on while he's, like, just so- standing there. <laughs> We noted last week that the episode ended extremely abruptly, mm-hmm. and it opens up just as abruptly, <laughs> where it's like, and we left off, Goku and Frieza kick each other in the face, and there's fisties punchies, and they, you know, Goku gets kicked in the ground. Frieza's and, winning. Frieza! It's, it's, he's on a rampage. Yeah, Frieza's, Frieza's just rinsing Goku. Frieza's just... improv classes are really paying off this episode. He does have mm-hmm. a lot of good lines. He... He's on. He's on one mm-hmm. for sure. He knocks him to the ground and he announces, You've caught me off guard. Too bad about the whole saying thing, though. Lower life forms are so easy. I love being racist. It's my thing. Yeah, I dig it. When he calls Gohan, he's like, Your little monkey son. child. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Damn, that's mean as fuck. <laughs> Frieza, we don't really do that anymore. I th- that is one of the ways that Kai is sped up, is they've cut out the like intolerant interjections from people whenever Frieza talks. Where before it was like people being like, Can you say that? And that that's all cut out now. Yeah, Save you minutes more, of the show. Pure. To make more space for Spirit Bomb. 
Um, <laughs> it was, I realized Frieza was a senator from the South in 1936. There, <laughs> there was a thing that I don't know if anybody else felt watches. It was like, I guess maybe a lot of the filler that they did cut out was like cutting to other characters who were talking about bullshit. But it was like the whole time was Goku making these grunts that like this episode truly felt like what it would be like if Goku was like jerking off in the corner of your apartment. Like I, the entire I, episode was I, just I, Goku being like. <laughs> I said constipated, but very similar sound yeah. and and grunting. I yeah. said he was trying to really work a hard turn out. Uh, <laughs> funniest uh, p- uh Pose to jerk off in a corner in, by the way. Hands up in the sky. <laughs> legs Just spread. Just mind. Um, his Saiyan tail. That's yeah, why he's grunting. I, I so realized effort. watching it, I was like, wow. Oh, this, the, the secret of the spirit bomb is that it's an entire planet edging together yeah. <laughs> until it kills Frieza. Um, so basically, you know, Frieza gets mad and he kind of like finger flicks Goku into a corner by a cliff. Mm-hmm. That's when he has to realize he has to do the spirit bomb, which, as we know, as we've discussed, hands above head, and you stand there. And that is the <laughs> plot point of this whole episode, is that he, he stands there. Like, he has to summon the spirit of the trees and the grass and, and the noble one, deer. So and Frieza, that one turtle. There was a cool turtle. That was my favorite part of the episode. The turtle's a big part of it. I yeah. do like <laughs> that there's a couple lines in this that are real like audience reflectors. So the first time is uh, Frieza going... Oh my, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Frieza literally is like, you've been standing there doing nothing. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Uh, It's a really big Greek chorus moment for Krillin this episode. Piccolo is like, what's going on? And Krillin's like, it's a spirit bomb. I'm going to explain to you in excruciating detail. And so he explains what the spirit bomb is. And Piccolo says... With deadpan, it's like when someone tells you that they got on just for laughs. Because Piccolo then goes, "Lucky him, King Kai didn't teach us that." But you know, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he yeah, I met King Kai once. He uh, kept he to seemed... himself mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Krill- yeah. Krillin knows absolutely every detail about the spirit bomb, except how long it takes to make one, and that is a big problem for Piccolo. Cause <laughs> Piccolo spends most of the rest of the episode being like, like hurry oh, the how fuck long, up. How, how long would you say a spirit bomb usually takes? Like, <laughs> Goku, there's only one bathroom at this venue, Goku. <laughs> there's not Goku. a lot to watch right now. I don't know what's going on. They're unisex bathroom, Goku. Just stop making the spirit bomb. People need to use it. <laughs> um, oh. So Goku... And- Says yeah. to himself, like, if I fuck this up, I can split the planet in half. But I just gotta kill Frieza. I just gotta. And that's do when he actually starts to do it. Water shoots up from the ground. He kind of looks like he's peeing. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Frieza's like, I don't get it. What is he doing? <laughs> he's just standing there. Like, did he pull something? I don't yeah. understand. I didn't remember like, this, but do you guys remember the spear bomb forming that? far above Goku's head. I don't. Is it normally just really in his hands? Yeah. No, it's like he only touches it like the last second and then he gets a grip I kind of remember that. I just didn't remember. So I just was having a conversation with someone last night about those trees that smell like semen. 
Oh yeah, the, the ginkgo trees. The uh, the like the false pear trees, and like the that's all I could think of. As like Goku's like, I'm thinking of the grass and the trees and the fish and this like sparkly goo goes everywhere, and I'm like, yeah. man, that's some <laughs> heavy tree seed. Dude, I remember there was that's a, there got was a, a reek. <laughs> there was a street right near my high school, or my, like my middle school and high school are close to each other. There's a street right near covered in those nice. trees, and I remember going there like when I was young, like when you're like 12 or something, and going down there and being like, this street smells like biscuit dough. <laughs> and got older. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Oh, that's oh, no. disgusting, Eli. Because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Somebody but, gave yeah. me some raw biscuit dough <laughs> once. Um, Eli. But yeah, like, like oh, Goku no. does the thing, and then like two little water spouts come up. And they're not even like that big. <laughs> no, then, they yeah. look like a decorative <laughs> fountain. Yeah. And then Frieza like truly comes as close to just straight up being like, what is this anime bullshit? Like, <laughs> just I'm like, bored. Uh, yeah, like, I don't get it yet. So, oh man. Yeah, like Goku is making, like we said, constipation jerk off faces and, you know. Uh, it, Little grunts. It's just, Frieza's just not having it. We go back, you know, they're like... He's very patient, though. He gives him, yeah. like, a good a chunk to just, like, figure it out. We're I mean, kind of, why? I, I can't emphasize enough how long this all takes and how fastly we're going through this episode. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, it's it's really that little yeah. going on. Like, Krillin then notices the spirit bomb ascending, and it is real big this time and uh it, there's this funny thing where krillin's like how can it be it's gigantic and then piccolo is like so is that like not what it normally looks like <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen one so i don't is really it not nor- supposed to be that big <laughs> for reference how what's a, a house an around the house object that is usually the size of it is a spirit bomb bigger than a bread box? Like, just <laughs> fall on. Yeah, it's Why also does it like, smell like biscuit dough? <laughs> <laughs> There's also, like, Freeze doesn't do this thing where Freeze is like, you know, it's like, what are you doing? And it's like, okay, it doesn't really matter what Goku's doing. It's almost 100% that he's trying to do something that's going to kill you. Like, that's his, like, kind of number one goal right now. So, like... No matter what it is, why would you just let him do it? Like, just, ki- He's just so kill him. He's so desperate for a thrill. He yeah. hasn't had a thrill in ages. A fight like that. <laughs> yeah. He literally says around this point... Where he's like, you know, he's pontificating. He's like, oh, you're an amateur. You're obviously stalling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> Goku thinks to himself, this is leaving me wide open. I hope Frieza doesn't figure it out. <laughs> and then Frieza says... How long do you plan to just stand there? <laughs> like, literally pointing out how easy it would be to just sock him in yeah. the gut right there. And everyone's like, no, let's all just stand here. It's fun. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the only requirement for the spirit bomb is that I can't guard myself whatsoever. My oh. arms have to be tippy top. I have to be doing treetop tippy tops with my arms. I forgot. Or else li- it doesn't work. <laughs> the literal line exchanges. How long do you plan to just stand there? And Goku replies, great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's... avoiding the substance as usual, Goku. <laughs> well, I didn't want to give away the ending of the episode, but how much, how much substantive like, do we really have to get through? <laughs> like, there's, I, well, I mean, okay, there's, there's a lot there's of waiting. There's like, yeah. okay, we have there's to create... two plot points, you guys, that are important for the the listeners at home who are 
only listen to our show for some reason and don't watch Dragon Ball Z, simply <laughs> must know, is that, uh, you know, after this exchange, it's when Go- uh, Frieza starts to get pissed, so he starts bitch-slapping Goku around as he keeps trying to make this ball. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and Goku's, like, laughing like a cool guy because he's, like, so <laughs> yeah. twisted. Punch me. And <laughs> he... Keeps punching Goku in the literal face because he's so annoyed. And it takes Frieza, like, a long time to notice a planet-wide diameter ball of light in the sky. Um, it makes you wor- wonder about the strategy of the spirit bomb there. It really it, it depends on them not noticing a second sun in the sky yeah. that's bright blue. He He... <laughs> Frieza notices it by seeing its reflection in the water, and he seems really freaked out by it. Um, yeah. But he sees another Frieza with the spirit bomb, and he <laughs> wants to get it for himself. I He's just... like, is that the old Comfort Inn logo in that water? Wait, no. <laughs> it just makes me really question what Frieza's peripheral vision's yeah. like. Especially cause... when he spent 20 minutes pointing his hand straight up, and Frieza's never like, Maybe I should look up. Uh, <laughs> Where's he pointing? Piccolo turns to Krillin and Gohan. And he's like, "Quickly, give me your energy!" And I'm like, "This is a thing that's been established." They just touch him, and yeah, uh, I guess yeah, you can that... just pass it. It's not a big deal. They yeah. both hold his hand like he's a crossing guard, and they give him much power. Yeah, and uh, you know, they keep being like, "Okay, how about now?" And he's like, "Stop talking." <laughs> <laughs> You're creating too much content for the show. It has to be us standing silently. Uh, this is when Frieza gives a speech. Time to kill this planet and your dumb monkey baby. Proving the Super Saiyan is just a bit than total bobo bullshit. Wait, <laughs> that's the sun. No, it's the the power ball. And then, you know, Piccolo, you know, he... he catches Goku and Goku's like oh no the surprise is ruined <laughs> like oh, if and I then, only had 20 more minutes <laughs> so he goes to finger blast Goku's head off and yes I know what I said but you know he's pointing but his finger at happening. his face mm-hmm. and that's when Piccolo comes and kicks Frieza in the face sending him flying and he turns to Goku and he's like okay that's all I got so throw the ball now and Goku's like Oh, it's not ready. And it's like, couldn't have you done this before the party or after or like... I guess what I have... I My question for the spirit bomb process is that it seems like it needs more steps because he always needs more time to make the ball. But he has a ball that Frieza says is the biggest one he's ever seen. And like, Frieza shouldn't there seems- be like a hardening phase and Frieza seems genuinely freaked out by it and he never sweats the whole series so I'm kind of like seems like it's ready dog it just seems like you are just believe in your ball dog yeah just throw the ball Uh, I can't let Frieza think my load is so small what will Frieza think (laughs) if I just have like a little limpy load and Frieza's like Goku literally no one has ever been mad about a less beam okay (laughs) I've been eating pineapple all day for this. <laughs> uh, there's so, also, oh, I was just saying, I enjoy the part where like Piccolo does that. He's like, give me, you need, I need your energy for my move. And then his move I is need to $20. Kick, his move is to kick Frieza <laughs> in the head once and then immediately goes, I'm out of energy. Oh, it was a really <laughs> good like, kick. <laughs> it is pretty good. But it's also, again, the same thing where it's like Frieza finally is like, 
well, you've had no guard up for an hour and a half. I guess now I'll shoot you in the face like I've been able to do the whole time. I know. Instead of like slapping you around. It's so stupid. And then so Pickle is like trying to make a distraction and sacrifice himself. So he's just like spitting beams at him. Of course, nothing works. He's Frieza. kind of work. Mm-hmm. And that's- it does buy Goku more time because Frieza uh, puts his arms down by his sides and just gets blasted for a while <laughs> like he likes to do. Yeah. But I was like, he, there's cool pink smoke. And I was like, is that the level of Frieza's power that... Even attacks that hit him, he like controls the power of the smoke that comes I'm out of I'm so powerful that I'm a girl. <laughs> That's the gender reveal. It's smoke a Gohan. Reveal. Uh, he then like shows up behind Piccolo to grab his shoulder, and this is one of the most fucked up Funimation like redraws out of any of them because he goes. Frieza is usually like a little lizard man with like a flat nose, and he has like a straight up. Like anti-Semitic caricature yeah, hook nose. Like nose like. <laughs> I took a yeah. screenshot because I couldn't. It was very bad. And they then, can't decide what Frieza's nose looks like. It changes HQ. five times this episode. <laughs> uh, the ha- shoulder thing was so gross because it wasn't just a grab. He like puts he his fingers it. all the way in the meat, and you're yeah. like, "Get out!" Really? I don't even know if he has bones or what's yeah. going he on. He doesn't. Like, He's like a series of fluid-filled sacks. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I was like, it made me remember that I was like, "Oh yeah, what are those like little like shells on Piccolo?" And then also I was like, because Piccolo definitely loses limbs like All pretty frequently. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is he going to fucking rip his arm off at the shoulder? But then he doesn't. He just gives him it like. It would be too interesting. He gives him like a you real like, six, sixth grade bully move of like. Yeah. He, it was like close to just giving Piccolo like, I guess you're not supposed to say Indian burn anymore, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, supposed I believe. To call that now. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, very flexible forearm burn. skin, Piccolo. You'll be red <laughs> tomorrow. Unfortunately for you, I have just learned about pressure points. <laughs> and this Free- is one, and this is one, <laughs> and this is one. He goes, Piccolo gets uh, tabletopped by Frieza and yeah. breaks his arm. <laughs> he says, uh, how could be someone be so dumb unless they have a death wish? And like, I really got to insist that there's four different times where Piccolo's like, Goku, hurry up. But this is the last one where he's like, Goku. <laughs> I really must insist you throw that spirit bomb now. And Goku's like, ah, I can't. And it's then not big enough. The episode ends. Mid poop. Yeah. Mid the turtle heads poking out, but nothing has been cut off. Literally nothing's been resolved. We just talk about maybe yeah. doing something the whole episode. Well, super super old school. Like I was like, oh, yeah. okay, well. Because I was watching it, and I was like, okay, I guess I guess the spirit bomb is like enough of like a huge series moment that they dedicate a whole episode to the spirit bomb. <laughs> nope. But then they it, they still don't fucking throw it. Like, they still... It's just like, oh, dude. And then, the, yeah, the announcer comes on. It's like, gotcha, bitch. You thought this was a different show? Turns out, same show. See you next week for Dragon <laughs> yeah. Ball Z. Hi. Uh, we'll probably throw... And it's like, also... When you're making a show like Kai, it's like, know that everyone has already probably watched this fucking show. Like, everybody yeah. knows that it's going to work. So just, th- why? Why is this so long? I don't know. I was on my phone for a good portion of the episode, and I That's feel fine. that was 
perfectly it's warranted. I do a lot yeah. of shopping while we watch G Gundam, so I get <laughs> all it. I can say is you better be paying full attention for the hit show Mobile Fighter G Gundam <laughs> that everyone loves, <laughs> myself included. And I'm not making anyone watch it. We all want to watch it. We all, all want to see how it, it ends. And hear how about that and more behind the paywall. Five dollars a month. Patreon.com/slash/bos pod. Katie, you're really taking a, a knack to this advertising. I'm, I'm here for I'm it. I'm so poor. <laughs> it's good advertising. I'm like, we should do this on our podcast. We don't do that at all. Yeah, you, you maybe you can get Katie to come on and like she'll do some ads for you. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Advertise? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the meanest. Like, hey, do you want available. a guest on our pod to do ads? <laughs> Only to mid-roll? That would be very... Hi, welcome to podcast advertisement with America's Sweetheart, Catherine Rose Leon. But we, we make you sit in the Zoom the whole episode. You just can only talk during mid-roll. We're like, okay, and... You give me 50 bucks on there, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Works. Hi, um, I'm Katie, America's sweetheart, and I'm here to talk to you today about Steve MRE. <laughs> Stand up MRE, the guy we all love. <laughs> well, yeah. fellas, let's rate this episode and read an email. Alex Patak. How do you feel? I'll allow it. Out of seven Dragon Balls, this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, maybe Thanks our for shortest asking, Katie. review of all time. <laughs> well, there was a lot to sink your teeth into in this one. <laughs> a lot like Frieza's fingers sinking into Piccolo's shoulder sack. Mm. And I think that despite, you know, I've I've seen a lot of these bad boys and uh, it can tend to wear on you after a while. They start to run together. But this was a dose of the old classics that get you coming back and <laughs> remind me of being young, where you watch TV and nothing happens for a full 20 minutes. <laughs> and for that sentimental value, I'm going to give it four out of seven Dragon Balls oh, as wow. it is the most dragon ball version of itself it can be what's True. the lowest you've ever given me yeah for this? i think i've given a zero once or a one. Oh yeah okay it's been a while i'm pretty <laughs> i'm an easy mark yeah, for <laughs> super i definitely gave some zeros and ones mm, this yeah. is not as bad as dragon ball super was i saw one episode of dragon ball super uh in an airbnb and it was fucking dog <laughs> shit so i can understand that it just made e- no sense. It's Eli. funny you mentioned that, as we've seen every, every single episode. one. <laughs> Is Gohan a reporter for a lot of it? Because that was really throwing me. That was just one episode for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Eli, out of seven Dragon Balls. Yeah. <laughs> I would truly give this episode, like... I mean, I feel like you can't just come out on as a guest and be like, zero. But, yeah. I mean, it was you really can. bad. It happens all the time. <laughs> It was so bad. I will give it one Dragon Ball for like, because I feel that it did, especially because of the Spirit Bomb episode and some of the moves that they used reminded me of an old Game Boy Advance game I think I used to play where you were (laughs) the the Dragon Ball people. Is it Supersonic Warriors? I might have been. I remember specifically the Piccolo when I was like, oh, I used to use those moves because I used to play play Piccolo. But um, I mean, I guess computers and my parents backseat like there was no online fighting anyways um yeah one dragon ball for the nostalgia factor but only one dragon ball because i truly feel i could have gotten as much information and the same amount of nostalgia from googling a picture of goku holding a spirit bomb as i did from this entire episode that is fair that's Um, good criticism 
I am going to also give this four out of seven. Um, there was fighting in it, which I like. And I do love some racist Frieza reads. But yeah, besides that, nothing really happened. People just kind of stood around and talked. But I actually, I weirdly enjoyed it because so much of that has been cut out of the show. So it's very funny to me to have people just point blank be like, why are you standing there? <laughs> so I As someone who vamps for time a lot, a lot. <laughs> I can appreciate it when I the love TV vamping. does it. Uh, Goku should have been doing the stretch thing like like they do in the back of the room at a comic club. Like, yeah, like keep getting your shit kicked in. I need... To make the bomb bigger. Uh, Try your new stuff, Piccolo. (laughs) (laughs) Try your new moves. uh, uh, What you guys doing in the pandemic? Anyone baking bread? If you haven't seen the light, it's because the host is sick, not because you just didn't see it in the other corner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was an episode of Dragon Ball Z, huh? Yes. And it kind of reminds me of this email. Let's go. It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon The email this week comes from Rob Spencer, who I don't think told me not to say his name. Hello, Rob Spencer. <laughs> Although sometimes they don't want me to say their name. Add we'll them find to the, the paste bin. Throw it up there. <laughs> Give him a call. <laughs> this email is entitled Muscly Melancholic in Minneapolis. The email starts, Arf, arf. <laughs> I'm a pay pup. <laughs> F the porks. In Minneapolis. Alex, I, I must insist you pronounce that correctly. It says pay pup, and it says F the porks, Katie. I, I think you know what I'm saying right now, Alex Patak. Arf, arf, I'm a pay pig. <laughs> In Minneapolis. <laughs> That's not what I was saying, but I'll, I'll let it fly. Okay. I'm trying to get right. you to bark and then say ooh-ooh-ooh voice, but you were refusing to do it. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to say that pup was pig. We would, li- we would like to see an appearance of Alex, if we could. Yes, <laughs> Alex. Is Alex home? Hello, I'm a psychic medium. Is Alex home? <laughs> You can't harass me. It's almost Christmas. Uh, that's the best. <laughs> I don't have an to uwu, take this review. An uwu psychic. I'm speaking with your grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> he's like super dead. World War Two. There's a widow ghost in the womb. Would you like to talk to him? He's missing his wags. Yeah, he says you're not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I I simply must read the email. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, and I want to congratulate you on becoming America's top anime dating website. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel I've heard a couple of MPLS fans write in, and I'd like... Oh, Minneapolis. And I'd like to think the rope kink person found love with your help. Any hoozles, how hot do I need to get to improve my dating skills for when making out with strangers becomes only slightly dangerous? Not sure if this is a thing, if this oh, is a this Katie's is a K- Corner or Alex's Alley, <laughs> this is a where K- an alley is an ally. Do we still have like a Katie's <laughs> question, ask Katie jingle somewhere? Yeah, yeah I have it. Um, I did an Eli's Corner segment on my podcast, and I did it twice, and it made me feel very embarrassed. And then only one guy still emails sometimes, like, bring it back. I like oh, it. I love it. <laughs> I don't care. Wait, so can you read that again? Because I'm a little confused. <laughs> he wants to know how hot he has to get 
to make out with strangers. Uh, let me read the next part. I'll, I'll move faster through this. I managed to build a pretty good tiny home gym with a bench that includes a squat rack and Smith machine combo and collected a decent amount of dumbbells. So I left for 10 to 13 hours a week and do some yoga and cardio too. Get if cut, I can bro. give up sweets for a bit i might get that six pack by summer since you're the people who have all the science equipment and intuition to compute all the metrics what do i have to do to improve my odds of finding physical and emotional love from femme people i think are objectively attractive and then is saying he is healthy and he takes creatine and only drinks socially Mm. this seems like you're not going to have any trouble even before i look at the pictures but uh katie get this email up because there's pictures there's pictures Pictures? of him or them Okay, here, hold on. I was going to say, you got, uh, no one can ever say that they're trying to cut back on sweets without automatically sounding like a little German boy. Like that's <laughs> oh, the yeah! Order. I'm cutting down on the sweets because oh, I'm sweets. slow. Mother, close, I'm... seal off the sweets trial, please. I'm trying to lose weight. I don't know if that's German <laughs> or what. But... I desire physical affection from strangers Mother, at bars. Put the sweets jar on the highest shelf for me. I must abstain. <laughs> This is a weird, this is an attention-grabbing email. They just wanted to send us pictures of themselves. Yeah, That's Are not a real question. Out? So I think, you know, <laughs> uh, you just need to go to your local stranger makeout bar and punch out the biggest stranger. And then all the strangers come to you. I'm pretty sure that's, that's right, how it Robbie. works. Sit, sit in a photo booth and, and wait. <laughs> Be already in there when someone goes in to take Was photos. That too and mean? then introduce yourself. I could do a Getting heavy petting is not about becoming strong, but about wanting it the most. Mm. Just keep out, that in mind and get out there. Make out yeah. with the wall, and perhaps someone will go look how oh, good. Oh yeah, how strong doing. is your tongue? Have you been doing tongue push-ups? I Have know you, Goku does them. Yeah, do do those punch holes in your drywall. Once you can do that, then you can go to the bar. That's um, my. Does that help? Anyway, I think I think you're hot enough to make out with a stranger. You just got to work on maybe your techniques. I just think your social muscles might need a little flexing of their own, sir. <laughs> or madam, I'm sorry. Who's I don't to know say? Hey, I mean, I, sometimes people write emails and they come off weirder than they are in, in real life. We've all sent a weird email. We all have sent a weird Haven't email. Haven't we, folks? We've we sure done have. It. He also is sure to say that if we watch Dallas instead of G Gundam, he will give us seven dollars a month. Dallas, the okay, Dallas is on the board. Show? Everybody, nineteen seventy-eight <laughs> soap opera Dallas. <laughs> if enough of you write in for Dallas, we will watch Dallas. <laughs> I I would like to keep our anime podcast anime centric, but if you all up your five dollars to M- seven, money then is who money. am I to say <laughs> what anime is? <laughs> Anyway, Robbie, thanks for writing in. Thank get you. out there and Safely get a kiss. Snog. <laughs> it's not that hard, to be honest. <laughs> Let's do some plugs, shall we? Chugga chugga poo poo. <laughs> Great job, Katie. Do you yeah. want to start? Hi, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Please watch last words on the pit if you like metal news and uh tidbits this week is just gonna be a best of clip show if for some reason you've never watched a single episode it's a great way to see what kind of great content your old pal carol is producing for money check it out all right i like it because it's exchanged for currency (laughs) oh yes 
All right, Eli, where where can our lovely listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at just my name, Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. I was told by somebody I have to start spelling it because they're like, yeah, I've never been understood how your name is spelled. Uh, my Instagram is Chili's Restaurants. Um, I have a podcast as well with my friends Patty Moe and Kath Barbadoa called What a Time to Be Alive. You can check out. That comes out on Mondays. We have a Patreon as well. I think we're also about to put out a Best of 2020 episode if you want to get into it. And uh, you can follow me on Twitch at pig underscore dog. And I also do a show now um, every Thursday, most Thursdays, with old friends from College Humor called TV and D. That uh, we play D and D as old TV as, as classic TV casts, which you can find on Twitch at TV the word ND, or you can find it on YouTube. And we've got three shows on there now. You can watch us play King of the Hill D and D, Sopranos D and D, and Gilligan's Island D and D. And then we'll be starting a new one probably, and I think two. We're off this week, but Thursdays at nine thirty p.m. ET. We'll start Who do you one. play in Sopranos D and D? Tony, I get the big, I get the big guy usually. Wow, <laughs> I don't know, but I get, I got Tony. And also one week I was sick. Flex. I was sick, and I sound my Tony Soprano impression was so good because my nose was completely stopped up. It was like <laughs> right. really accurate. Because you were sick, and he's sick in the mm. head. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're all, they're oh, all, twisted. Yeah. They're all fun. Uh, Kath as a guest is Jennifer Melfi. And and Hank Hill is a pyromancer with Bobby as a familiar. It's very fun. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. My plugs this week, um, giving 90% of it to the Thousand Pound Sisters. Um, <laughs> they have more money than me and uh, I think are just doing better overall. But I just got, I want you guys to check them out. And um, the 10% left... This week, I still have to donate to the wonderful uh, uh, project of mine, Theater of Delights Season 2, out now. I worked on it for a very long time. Check it out. So funny and weird. I cannot recommend enough. The man hours going into (laughs) me, doing voices alone in a room. (laughs) (laughs) I described it to someone as Alex's pathos outside of his body. So please... It's just like a monologue, just a uplink. It's, real it's a radio drama sort of thing. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. a it's like a it's like a, st- a radio story of old. Mm. You turn them on, you get your stories. How many anyway. horse hoof sounds are in there? That's a, essential for me. It's also, a, there's a lot you... of. Ch- I I spent forty five minutes listening to trash can foley <laughs> last week. <laughs> you also have to do a lot of home runs. I feel like any radio play is not complete without the old timey like. And it's out of there, like when they used to clack little bats together. I've been alive, and since I will take that input that in mind for uh, season three. <laughs> well, talk about a home run. That's another episode of Ball and Out. <laughs> Super. Super. See you next week or something. Bye. With a crack of the bat, the episode comes to an end. <laughs>